Once again, greetings in Jesus' name. This is Kevin Williams from Death Postponed Ministries with my theme today, God always come when we call. I say again, my theme today, God always come when we call. Now it's amazing how when we call upon the name of Jesus, things change. Before trouble, always call on Jesus. I say again, before you experience pain, suffering, whatever crisis, I say call upon the name of Jesus. During any trouble, if you experience any testing, any trial, any tribulation, I say focus on the person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. But after you have experienced any trouble, any pain, any stress, any anxiety, I say after your trouble, praise the name of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ for His mercy and His grace on you every morning. I say again, my team today, God always come when we call. Again, I want to remind you my motivation for preaching. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12. For the word of God is, one, a life and powerful. Two, sharper than any double-edged sword. Three, I say the word of God is alive and powerful, sharper than any double-edged sword. Point three, it penetrates even to the dividing for the soul and the spirit. Five, it goes through the joints and the marrow. Six, it judges the thoughts. Seven, and the attitudes of God's heart. Now what is complementary to the book of Hebrews chapter 4.12 is this gigantic and majestic text. 2 Timothy 3 verse 16. Now listen to what the Bible says of God's word. All scripture is. Not just the Old Testament, but the New. Not just the New, but the Old. Collectively, they are the inspirational word of God for the benefit of you and of me. I say, 2 Timothy 3.16. All scripture is. One, it is God's breath. It is sealed with the person of God, the Holy Spirit. It is beneficial. It is for blessing. It is for encouragement listen to this a it is useful for teaching hallelujah b it is useful for rebuking c it is useful for correcting d it is useful for training in righteousness mean there are four categories of usefulness of the, the it's divine benefit for man it means it is globally needed. It is universally necessary. The Word of God. Greetings. Once again to all my listeners. Mercy and grace from God towards you and towards me. Again I say I'm Kevin Williams from Death Postpone Ministries with my talk Ancient Principles of from the Bible for today's problem, I say the word of God is applicable and applicable for today. In the midst of global pandemic, in the midst of global problem, anxiety, stress. 
I say call upon the name of Jesus. And, and, and get your comfort, get your courage, get your stability in sinking sand from the word of God. It is ageless. It is timeless. It is ceaseless. It can never come to an end. Today for our mental stability in changing times, I say the word of God gives you stability even if the world is shaken and the mountains are quaking. God's word has, has stood the test of time. I call your attention unto God's word our stability in sinking sand times. I know through personal experience that problems come and go. I want you to know that where you at, whatever you face, it is temporal, cannot be permanent. I say through personal experience, problems come and problems must go. Now everything in this world is temporal and come with an expiry date. It comes and it goes. A day of birth and a day of death. A day of beginning and a day of cessation. Now listen to this. In opposition to us, to pain and suffering, tribulation, listen to what God is. God's word is timeless and eternal. I want to state again. Problems come and go. But the word of God is timeless. And it is eternal. Man comes and go. But the God of the Bible is from generation unto generation. Adequately so, Jesus is called the ancient of days. He has no beginning and there's no end. Jesus, the Son of God, reveals uh, during his earthly ministry, as per John 4, 24, when he said, God is spirit. What a benefit for you and for me. You cannot touch God. You cannot see God. And if you touch and see God, then he's a temporal God. But our God is spirit. Hallelujah. He is ceaseless. He is ageless. He is timeless. And he is eternal. And the word of God gives stability in sinking sand. Hallelujah. God is spirit. And this is what it means. God is transcendent. God cannot be conformed. God cannot be controlled. God cannot be contained. Because he exists beyond heaven and earth. God exists beyond the highest heaven. There is no place that can contain God. God exists eternally, universally, globally in the unseen. To perform his majesty and his grace towards the populace of the world. God is also imminent, meaning God, although unseen, is ruling in the kingdom of man. Call upon the name of Jesus, and God will come amidst your storm and speak peace. Hallelujah. Our God, according to Psalm 121, verse 3, listen to the credentials of our God. Psalm 121, verse 3, 
God is eternally on call. Isn't that majestic? Isn't that amazing? I say, the Bible says in Psalm 121 verse 3, that God neither slumber nor sleeps. Hallelujah. We slumber, we sleep, but God is not a man that he should die. He neither slumber nor sleeps. So God is always awake. God is always on call. He's on duty to rescue you and to rescue me. So our God is always awake and never dozes off. He never loses touch with what happens in our world today. And he never becomes tired. And he never falls asleep. Now this is majestic. This means irrespective when the storm happens, God existed before any given storm. He cannot fall asleep. He cannot doze off. He never becomes tired. He never falls asleep. We do that. We are human. We are temporal, but God not. God is eternal. God is ageless and ceaseless. I call for mental focus on the person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ so that we can hear God's voice for stability and faith in troubled times. Today we continue our investigation of Psalm 121. What an amazing psalm. And continue our word for word study of this majestic psalm, Psalm 121. Our current word for investigation is the 17th word in the second verse, the word cometh. This word appears twice in Psalm 121. We find the word cometh as the 12th word in Psalm 121 verse 1. I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. Furthermore, we find the word cometh as the 17th word. In Psalm 121, verse 2, My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. We're going to investigate on the first come, the 12th word. The first time we find the word cometh in Psalm 121, verse 1, we discover that it was placed in the 12th position. Now, something about the number 12, you need to know, and I do need to know. Be informed that a word may appear many times in a text, but the position of that word causes the meaning to change every time. In Psalm 21, verse 1, the word cometh reveals that our salvation is heavenly and that the source of our salvation is the person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Now Christ is the God of heaven. I want to state again. In Psalm 21 verse 1. The word cometh reveals that our salvation is heavenly. And that the source of our salvation is Christ. The God of heaven. That took on humanity. 2,000 years ago, not to condemn, but to redeem, not to reject, but to receive. I say, call upon the name of Jesus, and God will stop 
your stones in his tracks. Secondly, the source of our salvation comes from above and intervenes in world affairs for the benefit of all mankind. Let me state this point again. Secondly, the source of our salvation, the person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ comes from above and he intervenes in world affairs for the benefit of all mankind. So Jesus Christ is not absent from the world. Yes, he's transcendent. It means we cannot see him, but he's also imminent. It means he's present when we call upon the name of Jesus. Don't call on uh, politicians. Don't call on a president. Don't call on any important person. It is Im it's important in the midst of global trouble that we call, we become selective. We call upon the name of Jesus. Remember the word my. My help cometh. The word my represents that believers are the object of divine favor. When Jesus come, heaven favored us. When he died in your place, when he died in my place, God did it for you and for me because we were unable to redeem salve. God had to do the sinless for the sinner. The guiltless for the guilty. The person from heaven for the, for the person on the earth. So you and I, we are objects of divine favor earth are the beneficiary and Jesus Christ the benefactor from heaven for the sake of mankind Jesus Christ came from total holy environment into a dark world he invaded the kingdom of darkness and he gave his light for those who believe in upon the person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I say, earth are the beneficiary. And Jesus Christ, the benefactor from heaven for the sake of mankind. Meaning you and me. Therefore the word cometh in Psalm 21 verse 1. Comes as an request of the believer. The believer, local and global. When I call upon the name of Jesus, then the word cometh means divine response to my cry, to my call, to my plight, to my need. God comes when we call upon the name of Jesus. Therefore, the word cometh in Psalm 21 verse 1 comes on request of the believer local and global that are they find themselves in distress they find themselves in a place of panic they find themselves in a place of anxiety you call on jesus and god will give you peace amidst a storm so we can conclude that the word cometh in psalm 21 verse 1 introduces the following scripture for review point a Jeremiah 33 verse 3 
call to me. Now the Bible is very selective. The Bible is very clear. You cannot call on idols. You cannot call on religious leaders. You call on Jesus and God will come. Jeremiah 33 verse 3. This is what the Bible says. God says, you call me and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. I say God demands. God doesn't make a request. God gives a mandate. Do not call on man. Call on God. B. Isaiah 58 verse 9. Listen to this word. Then you will call. Means when you call on Jesus. This is the text that I want to amplify. When you call, God will come. Then you will call and the Lord will answer. You will cry for help and he will say here I am isn't this a magic isn't this amazing the word cometh represents when we call upon the name of Jesus God will instantaneously respond and redeem you and redeem me thirdly we find the first word cometh in the twelfth position of Psalm 21 verse 1 and it states the prerequisites of salvation and this is non-negotiable God has never changed his mind if you call on man if you call on politicians if you call on businessmen if you call on important men you will not survive we will go down and we will sink because of the sinking sand around us but it's when you call and when you become desperate, when you become deliberate, when you become intentional, you call on Jesus and God will, the first thing he does, he gives you peace amidst your storm. Secondly, he will give you stability in sinking sand. Let's look at the significance of the number 12. Remember the word cometh in the first verse is in the 12th position. What does the number 12 mean for you and for me? Point one, the twelfth letter in the Hebrew alphabet is known as the Lamed. It comes with a numerical value, the number 30. So there's significance between the number 12 and the number 30 for our study. Point A, Luke chapter 2, 42 to 47 at the age of 12, Jesus was teaching in the temple at Jerusalem. B. Therefore, the number 12 has to do with teaching and learning. It means God instructs through the voice of Jesus that the Torah, that the word of God is available, that can be read. What God did for Noah, God will come and rescue you in the midst of all this COVID-19 pandemic dispensation. Point C. Luke chapter 2.47. This is what it says. And all that heard him were astonished at his understanding and his answers. So, so Jesus knows everything before it starts. Remember when Jesus calmed the storm and the wind. Listen to the words of the disciple. What for a man is this that even the wind and the waves obey him. This is God that took on humanity 
to demonstrate his superiority, his sovereignty, and his eternalness. Point D. Luke chapter 3, verse 23, states that Jesus began to be about 30 years of age when he started his earthly ministry. So Jesus, at the age of 12, started his teaching. Jesus, at the age of 30, started his ministry. Point E. The letter Lamed, with the numerical value of 30, represents Jesus to be a shepherd protecting his sheep. So the word cometh represents that God will protect his sheep because he is the shepherd. F. Psalm 23 verse 1. This is a known global psalm. The Lord is my shepherd. Jesus Christ is the, the shepherd of shepherds. The Lord is my shepherd. Point G. 1 Peter 5 verse 4. Listen to this. Jesus is called the chief shepherd. And when this chief shepherd comes, you will receive the crown of glory that will never fade away. So when we believe upon the person of Christ today, one day when he comes and he takes us with him, the crown of glory we will receive will never fade away. It's an eternal crown. Hallelujah. Point H. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 20. Jesus is not just called a chief shepherd, but in Hebrews chapter 13, 20, Jesus is called the great shepherd. Now may the God of peace, who through the blood of eternal covenant brought back from the dead our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, that great shepherd, He's a shepherd. He's a great shepherd. And he's also called the chief of shepherds. It's the business of Jesus to preserve, to rescue, to deliver, and to protect. Isn't this amazing? The number 12 stands for teaching. And the number 30 tells us that Jesus is our great shepherd. He's our chief shepherd. So why do you call on man? If better than man is available, the person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Yes, I know he's physically absent, but the Bible says that when Jesus left the earth, 40 days later, God, the Holy Spirit, came in a fiery cloud, a pillar of fire descended on 120 believers in the upper room. So, so, so. Yes, yes, yes. He is physically removed from us, but he's eternally present. Because remember, God is a spirit. Cannot be controlled, cannot be contained, cannot be conformed to the world. He, he exists eternally beyond the universe, beyond heaven and earth. So what's the implication of this understanding? The number 12 and the number 30. The person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The implications of the word cometh in the 12th position in Psalm 21 verse 1 is thus. Point 1. Psalm 12 verse 1. 
help Lord. Our call for help must be the person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and no one else. It is indicative if you wish to activate salvation, if you wish to activate rescue, if you wish to activate deliverance by God, then you call on God and not man. You call on God and not religious leaders. You call on God and not politicians. They have abandoned us. But God cannot because he's, he's eternally present in our world. Point two. Our call for help cannot be our fellow man. Irrespective who and what they are. As per Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 5. Let me read. This is what the Lord says. No, this is God speaking. I want you to hear. Cursed is the one who trusts in man. Who draws strength from mere flesh. And whose heart turns away from the Lord. The, the, the moment we depend on political leaders. Or on a president in a country. A president of a political party. A politician. Whether it's national government. Provincial government or local government. Listen to the words of God. This is what the Lord says. He says you are cursed. Cursed is the one who trusts in man. Who draws his strength from man. And whose heart turns away from the Lord. Point three. Psalm 118 verse 8. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man. David says, let me not fall in the hand of man, of man because they are not merciful. They cannot forgive. Let me fall in the hands of God. He is bountiful in his mercy. Point four. Psalm 46 verse 3. Put not your trust in princes, in presidents, in politicians, in religious leaders. In mortal man, because they cannot save you, and they cannot save me. The, the time is so critical, the time is so serious, the time is so deceptive, the time is so evil. I say, you call upon the one who neither slumber nor sleeps, and he will rescue you, and he will rescue me. Point five, salvation is only found in Jesus. Who is called the Christ. As per Acts chapter 4 verse 12. Listen to Acts chapter 4 verse 12. Salvation is found in no one else. For there is no other name under heaven. Given to mankind. By which we must be saved. Isn't that amazing? This Jesus is the stone the builders has rejected. Which has become the chief cornerstone as per Acts chapter 12 is living. I want to show you biblical evidence. What happens when, when believers call upon the name of Jesus. I say again, don't call on politicians. Don't call on princes. Don't call on presidents. You call upon the sovereign one of the universe. The person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Here is biblical examples of what happens when we call on Jesus. Since the beginning of time, 
the God of the Bible rescued believers from Genesis even beyond the book of Revelations. The word cometh again represents the unseen hand of God to rescue and to deliver. Example number one, Genesis chapter 7 verse 16. And they went in, went in male and female of all flesh as God had commanded. God has commanded Noah. And the Lord shut him in. The unseen hand of God sealed Noah and his family and all the animals in the safety box, the ark of Noah and whatever, everything around it died, but the Lord rescued Noah and his family and all the animals by his righteous right hand. His Jehovah, al die the Almighty God, to preserve you and to preserve me. So God's hand has protected Noah and his family. Point two, Genesis chapter 51. God's promises are an eternal promise to Abram. Now, what I want to share with you is that, that the shield of God, the deliverance of God, the shield of God for an individual. God goes out to protect every individual on the face of the earth. But God has also the power to protect a nation. After these things, the word of the Lord came unto Abram in a vision. Listen to the words of God in a vision to Abraham. This is the instruction in the midst of our COVID-19 pandemic time. Fear not, Abraham. Believer, I want you to hear this. Fear not, believer. Put in your name. Say, fear not, Kevin. I am thy shield and thy exceedingly great reward. God says, I will be your personal shield of safety, of salvation, of deliverance. I will be your eternal protector. I neither slumber nor do I sleep. Example number three. The shield of God is not just for a person. The shield of God is also for a nation. Listen to the words of Moses to the nation. Deuteronomy chapter 33 verse 29. Happy are you, O Israel, who is like you. A people saved by the Lord, the shield of your help and the sword of your majesty. Now Jesus Christ is majestic. Jesus Christ has the power to redeem a person. Jesus Christ has the power to redeem a nation. He's the seal. The word sealed is in Hebrew is called Jehovah Magan. The Lord is my shield. The Lord is my protector. The Lord is my redeemer. The Lord is my rescuer. The Lord is my deliverer. Everything you desire in these difficult times is in is found in the person of Jesus. Point four. I want you to see the word of God as a shield. So declare the word of God. Point one. Irrespective of what is happening in our country today. Maintain confidence in God's word as per Proverbs 30 verse 5. Listen to this. Every word of God is flawless. 
He is a shield to those who take refuge in Him. The when we when we stand upon the word of God. We cannot go down but go up. You cannot have a nosedive, but you will have a sure skydive. Sinking stand will be solidified and becomes a solid foundation. Point two, irrespective of what happens around us, run to the person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. As per Psalm 119, verse 114, Thou art my hiding place and my shield. I hope in the word. The word of God is a place of hiding and it is a shield of cover. Finally, I wish to encourage you with these comforting words. Lift up your eyes, discouraged one. The Lord your help will be. New strength will come from him who said, For rest, come to me. This is Kevin Williams from Death Postponed Ministries with my talk, Ancient Principles from the Bible for Today's Problems. Before trouble, always call on Jesus. During any given trouble, focus on Jesus. Even after your trouble, praise the name of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. My talk today, God always come when we call. The peace of the Lord be upon you. Amen.